Hello, 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 and welcome to Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. And I'm, of course, your host, Mr. Monsui. Right, quick thank you to all listeners and subscribers all over the world. Somehow, I've literally got listeners in many different places, but thank you very much. I hope you find this useful, and I hope that that my words of wisdom, if you like, lead you to improve, make some improvements in your life, and generally get uh, better in whatever you're trying to get better at. And a quick disclosure that these episodes are done in one take. I do have a couple of notes in front of me just to get some key points across, but apart from that, it's um, straight off the bat. Anyway, let's get into it. Now what? Now this is episode two in a series I'm doing what do young people get stuck on? So episode one was money, uh, episode two is now what? And basically, now what doesn't exactly make much sense, but the full sentence really is, so you've left school, now what? Or you've left school, what now? You could go to uni, but what career are you going to do? What job do you want? What do you want in life? All of these big, big questions and big decisions. And realistically, how the hell at age 18 are you going to be able to know what you want to do for the next 40 years? And, you know, if you've hit that and you've figured out what you want to do for the next 40 years, or if you're even older and you made a decision when you were 18, I'm going to do X and you really still are there 10, 20, 30 years later, then you better make a quick prayer to God and say thank you because you are, that is just incredibly rare, incredibly rare to be able to find out what you actually want, especially at a young age. And in fact, it's not even 18 really, is it? In the UK, this is how the education system works. We have years one to 11, Years 7 to 11 are in secondary school. And then in year 9, you choose what you're going to do in year 10, year 11. And you're going to do this qualification called GCSEs. You choose which GCSEs you're going to do. And then after you finish year 11, you go into college or sixth form. And then you do A-levels. And then after you've done A-levels, you go to uni and get a degree, usually. So... The uni that you pick is based on the A-levels that you've done. And the A-levels you've done are based on the GCSEs you've done. So there's essentially two sets of exams before uh, before you go to uni and then you go into the world of work, yeah? So by the time you're in year 9, you're about 13 or 14 years old, I think. So you're telling me, realistically, how how is a 14-year-old going to know what exams to be taking today that are going to put them in the right position of where they want to go um, you know after at uni and after uni you can't you just can't and this makes it incredibly hard we know that the school system isn't the best anyway but it just makes it incredibly hard and there's an increased pressure to know what you want to do you probably have classmates there oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that they have In their head, they're thinking, I'm going to do X. But really, in their heart, we don't know. Just don't know what we're going to do. What is our passion? What is passion? 
can't even know this straight away. I think that the best way to do this is what I did. And what I did is I worked in multiple different industries while I was still in school. I thought, okay, I'm going to be an optician. I worked in an optician. I didn't like that. Then I thought, okay, I'm going to be a chemist. She did chemistry A-level and I did fairly well at it. And uh, I got into university to do chemistry. And then I decided, instead of getting going right now, I mean, you get your results in July or June or something, then September of that same year, you're going to go to university. I called out the university and said, hey, listen, I know I've got this place. Let me defer it for one year. Basically, this means take a gap year and then join. So, for example, if I was going to go to university in September 2021, I'd defer it. So I now go in September 2022. So I got one year out. What did I do in that one year? I took an apprenticeship in accounting. That one year probably taught me more. Because um, I saw then my whole of my school. Because I saw all the different ways to make money and what people are actually doing in the real world. And then after that, still probably still not the right career for me. Um, looking to go into studying music for a little bit for personal satisfaction. So we don't really know where we're going to go. We don't know. And, you know, the right decision today is not going to be the right decision a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. So I would say, you've left school, what are you going to do now? Are you going to go and get an interim job or are you going to, you know, are you going to get a job? Are you going to study? Are you going to um, go work for your family? Maybe your family's got a business. Are you going to sit down and drink beers all day? Come on, you can't be sitting down drinking beers all day. Um, maybe once in a while, but not every day. Um, so, right, what can we do to help us make a better decision? Now, of course, we can write this question down here, there, and everywhere and think about it every day, maybe multiple times a day, maybe, you know, three, four days a week, even, maybe meditate on it maybe sleep on it, all these different decisions, but realistically, at that age, you are only, what, a fifth into your life, and I would, I'm not a betting man, but I would say that you probably have not even seen 10% of the industries and jobs that there are in the world, so how would you know where you're going to go, you just don't, so what can you do, what is the solution here? The problem is that we just don't know what we're going to do, but what's the solution? And the solution, I would say, is just to immerse yourself in as many different areas as you can. And don't worry if you don't know. Don't not worry if you don't know what your passion is. Go with what enjoy, what excites you the most, what you enjoy the most. At that, with what the cards you have right now. So, for me, it was science and maths. Uh, but for another person, it might be DT or PE. What excites you might go into that. And at the same time as studying that and going into that, shake up your world by watching documentaries from opposing views, from things that you would have never come across. Learn, read different books that are recommended to you. Start networking with other people that are uh, in completely different industries because you know what they say is that the game changer in any industry has not come from inside that industry, it's come from outside, because everyone in the industry is asking the same questions, but when someone comes from outside, they have a whole new uh, 
set of questions and those sets of questions sometimes can blow every other company and person that's already in that industry out of the water because it's a whole new way of thinking now what does this show it just basically shows that you want to basically you want to have a situation where you are being influenced from multiple different industries and multiple different people from different backgrounds here there and everywhere and only then when you're immersed and you see so many different opportunities here there and everywhere then you can say okay which one you have a better idea which one is best for you um, and in the meantime just do whatever enjoys you the most and um, you know you might have to have an interim job or something like that uh, but you may not like that job but you got to stick with it you got to realize in adulthood that you have to do things that you just don't want to do and that my friend is life you cannot be the baby who says and we all know someone like this who gets all fussy and this crybaby bullshit listen at the end of the day, life is not going to just be like, oh, I'm sorry, you missed the bus? Oh, let's just reverse the bus for you. No, it's not going to happen like that. Shit's going to happen and you're not going to like it. And that's the fact. Uh, the sooner you get used to that and have a sort of problem solution, positive kind of mindset, the better. And the sooner you realise that, you know, some things are going to happen that you don't like, then you can just get on with it, you know. If you have to take that interim job, take it at least you will look at it on the positive side you will learn things like even working at mcdonald's you learn customer service you may even pick up some sales why don't you you could you could go to work at mcdonald's practice your sales technique and take that into an industry that's much more lucrative for you or a business that's much more lucrative for you um i would say that Let's let's break it down here. Okay. What you would need to do? You've left school. You're deciding what you want to do. Write out all your options. Get organised. Write out all your options. What do you actually want? Ask that question. Give yourself a week or two to think about it. And if you can't find like the answer that you feel is the answer, just settle for the closest thing. And then work towards that. Get a job that will help you work towards that. And even when you have things that, you know, you might have to take a small job, like a part-time job while you're at uni and stuff like that. It's just what you got to do. Just like you got to breathe in and out. Just got to be, it's just got to be done. And uh, you can't say, okay, I hate breathing in, but I don't, but I love breathing out. doesn't work like that. They both come. You're going to get a job that you probably don't like so much. And you're going to get a job that you probably do like. The other thing worth here to mention is that um, whatever your passion is. So say, for example, your passion is, um, I don't know, say that you really want to be a lawyer. You really enjoy that. You've studied that. And um, you've looked at all of this stuff. Actually, a good point to note is whatever you think that you are interested in this is what i did like when i wanted to work in an optician i went and worked in the optician for like literally like peanuts you could even go work in there for free 
Isn't it better to work in there and exchange your time for free and realize you don't like it than work in that, working towards that industry for two, three, four years, racking up 50 grand worth of debt? It's much better to just try that industry. Go to some employers, some, you know, um, some small companies, some big companies. Small companies will probably listen to you a bit more. They listen. Uh, I'm thinking about coming into this industry. I want to get some experience. I'm happy to work for you for free. Can I come in and work one day or two days or a week or whatever? Get that experience. Immerse yourself in different areas, whatever you feel like may interest you. And then soon enough, you will find something that pulls you a little bit more than the other. And sometimes also another problem that people might have is that uh, you can't actually do what you want to do. And that might be because of money or parents saying something. And then in that case, then you have to do something that you don't like so much just in the meantime. But at the end of the day, don't worry if uh, you don't know what you're going to do. We can think about it till the cows come home, really. But we probably still won't come with an answer. So do want to think about it give yourself a deadline a week or two weeks or so think about it exhaust the options try or write down all your options try different industries that you might may be interested in and go from there it's it it's not a okay i'm 14 or 18 years old i'm gonna decide what i'm gonna do for the next 40 years it's a trial and error it's like okay this is nice i might do a little bit more of this okay this isn't getting too good now I'm going to do a bit of this, okay, maybe I'm going to do this and this, or maybe I'm going to do X and Y and Z, or maybe, uh, you know, I'm going to work a job that I don't like so much so that I can go and work in a job that doesn't pay me as much, but I enjoy more. Another thing, uh, final point actually, before I wrap it up, uh, is that whatever you like, whatever you really do like, say, for example, you like, um, yeah, you really want to be in a lawyer, and you've worked in a lawyer place and you know that's happy and you're all happy days. Um, a good point to realize is that even if you absolutely love the job, if you have a shit boss, you won't like the job. And if you don't particularly like the job, it's a bit mundane or whatever, or you don't actually like the job, not just don't like it a little bit, but you don't like it full stop, but you have a nice job, a nice boss, then hmm, it's manageable. I'll say that again just briefly. You got if you're in an industry you like and you're doing work that you like, but you've got a shit boss, you're probably not gonna like the job. And if you're in an industry that you don't particularly like, but you have a nice boss, you'll probably like the job. So bear that in mind as well. Because we are social beings at the end of the day. We bounce off each other. We talk to each other. We need that communication and that, uh, you know, that interaction between humans. So when you go for job interviews, if you can't get along with the team, you're literally putting yourself through hell nine to five every day. That's not what we want, do we? But you may have to take a little bit of hell in the interim before you find what you really want. And uh, I would say never stop, never settle and keep looking out for opportunity, keep your eyes open for opportunities because the person who's got their hands out open ready for opportunities will get the opportunities. The person who's got their hands over their eyes and is knee deep or uh, head down, arse up in um, 
what they're doing that they don't particularly enjoy, how they're going to see the opportunities. Keep your mind open, try different things. Even at 40, 50 years old, we can still change industries. People have done amazing things in two, three years. I personally know people who have gone from literally zero to having 70 Airbnbs, for example, in what, three years, two years? Yeah, I think about three years, less than five years, definitely. And they're both, and you know, it's a couple actually who've got kids and they are 40, 50 years old. So, there you go. It's never too late. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found some use out of it. And even if you're not a young person, but young at heart, I guess, um, I hope you found this useful as well. Remember that you can always change. Or however old you are, wherever you are, there are always options. Don't make excuses. Look for solutions. Um, I hope this has been useful to you all. I will continue to work on this series. However, I may post some episodes that are just generic ones in the meantime. I might do like two, um, what do young people get stuck on uh, week one, week two, and then week three might be uh, you know, a normal topic, just a generic one. And then week um, four and five might be again, what do young people get stuck on? We've got a couple of good ideas here. And... Um, the person that actually suggested that to me has also got some ideas that I'm taking on board and writing all of this stuff up, uh, writing all notes and key points about uh, you know problems that young that people may um, encounter and the solutions and how to feel about these things, how to keep yourself up and going. So. You have been listening to stuff they should have taught you in school, and I'm of course your host. Uh, I was your I was your host, Monsui. And uh, if you do have any topic requests, please do email me at monsui@icloud.com. That is in the show notes as well. So I do take topic requests. Please email me. I, I don't understand. No one actually emails me. The person that suggested this. Um, she actually came to me in person. I actually know her in person. She listens to the podcast. Um, so she's, she suggested that that would be... And she's not a young person, actually. She's actually 50 years old or so. Um, but, or something, 40, 50, I think. But there you go. So come and ask me what you want to know. There must be something. It's probably why you're listening to these kind of podcasts. There's something that you... Maybe yes, well, we all are struggling with something, right? But go on, try me. Thank you for listening. I hope to see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.